Hello and welcome to episode 26 of No Other Crack Pod. Hi there. So any crack this week? Happy New Year. Oh. <laughs> H-N-Y. <laughs> kind of forgot to say that. Oh yes, Happy New Year. <clears throat> 2023, have you wrote it down wrong yet? No, surprisingly not yet. I know, I think we were all it's prepared. Only a matter of time, yeah, maybe. <laughs> and they, but two is easy enough to put into a three. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's true. I've done it. That'll be easy fixed. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you you didn't do much watching over Christmas, you said? No, I actually didn't watch that much TV over Christmas. I'm so surprised. I'm it was a bit hectic and it just felt like the week flew and I didn't get as much downtime as I envisioned. Yeah. Sadly. Um, I had watched, you'd watched Knives Out, the original film. Yeah. But you didn't get a chance to watch Glass Onion. Oh, yes, I did actually watch that. See, you watched <laughs> plenty. <laughs> One thing. <laughs> um, what did you think of it? Oh, yeah, I loved it. I preferred Knives Out now, the first one. Yeah, no, yeah, it was better. But Glass Onion was still very good. Oh, it was brilliant. I just preferred the mystery, I think, in the first one. So it's Daniel Craig. He kind of reprises his role as a detective. Mm-hmm. And did you see all the drama then? Hugh Grant came out and he was like, yes, I am married to Daniel Craig in the second one. Yeah, I was so confused about that. Because you know there's a scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So I thought that was quite funny because it was Mm. such drama. Because it never says he is his husband or he's not. But uh, yeah, he confirmed it. So he's married to Detective Benoit Blanc. Benoit Blanc. (laughs) Yeah. So the second one then, I really liked Edward Norton. He played like that egotistical billionaire. Yeah. But there was one line in it that I absolutely loved. Um, He was playing at the swimming pool and he was playing under the bridge by the Chili Peppers. Mm. And he's like, people can say whatever they want, but John Frusciante is the heart and soul of the Chili Peppers. Mm. And I was like, yes, <laughs> I just love John Frusciante. <laughs> that was cool. I just thought like... it was such a random comment, but yeah. it's class. Yeah, I think, Darren, you reacted to that line at the time Oh, I just loved it. I was (laughs) delighted. Oh, it was very, no, it was very cool. Very slick movie. It went down really quick. Edward Norton is a big fan of the Chili Peppers. So there was kind of chat online then. It was like, oh, did he just... Throw, improvise that Yeah, improvise that. Oh, he was great in it. Um, He was very good in it, yeah. And Kate Hudson was great. Um... All the cast were, really. Oh, my God. I was just about to say, Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson was in it. <laughs> no, she was, yeah. She and was Catherine very good. Catherine yeah. was very good, too. They were all brilliant. It was a great wee watch. It was a great watch. Like, it's two hours, 19. 93% yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm surprised it was that long. I didn't feel that long. No. Definitely not, but it was definitely worth the watch i'm wondering is that they're going to be a sort of an ongoing series yeah there is i was just going to say there is going to be a third one oh brilliant but i think it's in 2024 they're on about which is is it netflix produced um, yes because anything that is made by netflix takes an age yeah but sure they're busy people Mm, well (laughs) (laughs) um yeah, no, um, it's a great movie. Speaking of other Netflix things then, Emily in Paris, that's Netflix produced, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. I watched season three. Oh. Did you watch season one and season two? Yeah. Like, I just love it. It's yeah. very easy watching <gasps> and her style is mental. Mm-hmm. But. Um, I only managed to watch <clears throat> about two or three episodes of season three so far. Yeah. 
Um, but I'm dying to get stuck and finishing it. Yeah. I was reading then the drama with that recently is, you know, Alfie in it, mm-hmm. who's Emily's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. He dated Kerry Katona in real life. Yeah. Isn't that mental? Crazy. And he was in Green Chill. Oh, was and he in Green Chill? Yeah. Oh my gosh. He's in Green Chill and a few. He's very familiar, like. So he is, definitely. He's very handsome. Mm-hmm. He was in Grange Hill, Carnation Street, Waterloo Road, and he was in the eighth series of Celebrity Big Brother. That's where he met Carrie. Away. Mm-hmm. Nothing like being locked up in a house to. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little showmance after the show, I think, to keep I his, see clips of this. his limelight going. Yeah. Really? I think so. I think he was like really trying to climb the celebrity ladder. So I think he thought Keza would be a good little. I suppose what she would have been high profile then, mm-hmm. at the at the height of her career, mm-hmm. um, and there was quite a big, significant age gap as well. That's what I was just wondering. I'm not sure, but I think he might have been because he's only thirty now. Yeah, I think he. I could be wrong here, but I think he might have only been about nineteen or something at the time of that relationship. Drama. And Carrie, she's forty two at the minute, and he's thirty, so that's a twelve year age difference. Mm. I suppose yeah. when you're 19. Yeah. But. And then there's the whole thing like Team Alfie or Team Gabriel. Everyone's like, I, I'm not far enough into the series yet to know where it even went. But oh. I've just seen people like fighting over that on social media. You've watched two episodes. So what team are you? Three episodes. Or three um, episodes. So far. I don't know. I think Alfie, but I know it's not going to ultimately go that way. Uh, I hate the way he calls her Cooper. Oh, Cooper. I love what? that. Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> um, I just think like, oh, Gabriel's like really pick me or something, you know, he's just like. Oh, he's a lovely, he's, he's just, a lovely lad. He's just so mushy. He's French. <laughs> I don't know. I just think he's that. in touch with his emotions. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Darren sheds a tear here. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd want yeah, and then Yellow Jackets. You watched it? I watched it all. Oh, did you? What did you think? Marie, I will never let anyone say that you're no good at recommendations. <laughs> it is amazing. Yeah, so good. Now, Underrated. Yeah, because it's 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. I put on the first episode. I was slightly hungover. And the first scene is very strange. Mm-hmm. It's just a girl running in the woods. There's snow and then she falls into this like human trap. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, am I able for this today? But I stuck <laughs> with it. And I binged it. I was like hooked. Mm. It is amazing. Oh, so good. So you mentioned in the last episode, it's like flashing back and forward between present day and early 90s. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you're you're just constantly sitting on the edge of your seat. You're like, <gasps> you know, you're like, what happened? What really happened yeah. back then? And the characters are just all oh, the, the entire Everyone. cast <gasps> is amazing. Mm. Really, really good. I think the series two <clears throat> is coming soon enough. It's coming in March. I was looking it up. Mm. 
Yeah. And, and the annoying thing for us when we watched it, we binged maybe four of them and then we had to wait every week. <gasps> like imagine waiting every week for the episodes because I think it would nearly psychologically prepare you better because binging it in a few episodes. Mm, that's intense. Or if you it, it's very intense. Yeah. Like it is there's some scenes in it you're like, Ooh. Mm, yeah, it can be quite yeah, I suppose for anybody uh, that's it can be a bit graphic. Uh, uh, just a tad gore wise mm. but class love it very very good the next show. one now I'll push on you is Succession that's your next one that you uh, regret Succession yes <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing it down <laughs> and that's on Apple TV yes Marie no no TV no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I got rid of it now <laughs> no, I'm joking <laughs> okay Succession right Moving swiftly along. So what else did mm-hmm. you, you'd... That's probably the bulk of what I've watched now. <coughs> did I cover it? <laughs> yeah, well, like, yeah, Emily in Paris watched three episodes of it. I was reading today that the editor of British Vogue wrote a whole big piece about how she thinks that Sylvie from Emily in Paris should have a spin-off show. Yes. And Netflix are, are considering it. So yeah. I think that would be class. Because she's so charismatic. She... Yeah. And there's like so much to her. It's nearly like her little sub scenes are more interesting than all the rest. Yeah. And the two guys that work with Emily, I can't think of their name now. No. They're they're amazing as they're well. They're so funny. Hilarious. Yeah. And I love the way Emily. it dips in and out of the, you know, French with mm. subtitles and And then they go to English. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it was very good. Like I look forward to getting back at it. Um, we started watching a show on Apple TV that so far seems brilliant. It's called Slow Horses. Had you heard of this show? No. So it has, um, you know, the actor Gary Oldman. Yeah. So he runs this sort of, um, part of MI, or what do you call it? MI5, is it? So he runs like a proportion of MI5 for people who've gotten in trouble and, within like their duty so they're kind of like these rejects that don't get sacked but they get sent to his kind of office like okay. so he has this really like shitty office um and he has these weird tasks for them to do and it follows this guy who at the beginning he's doing kind of like a, a terrorism simulation and something goes wrong and then he's relegated to gary oldman's office mm-hmm. um but it's very good, like very fast paced and it would remind you a little bit of line of duty, kind of, but possibly a bit slicker. Oh. So we'd heard that it was very good and like the first episode would have you completely hooked and it gets 97% in Rotten Tomatoes. And I think there's two seasons off it on Apple TV. Already. Two seasons? Yeah. Because uh, Am I wrong about that, Darren? Could you fact check that quickly? It came out last year anyway. Um and the guy the ma- other so it's Gary Oldman and then the other main guy can't remember his name now but he was in that movie that I love called Fighting with My Family he was one of the main characters in that as well he's a very good up and coming actor okay so I'd say we're gonna enjoy that um you are selling it to me there but when you just said Gary Oldman I was thinking of a film I watched years ago that I hated. Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Oh, that was rubbish. Thank God you're saying that. It was so rubbish, wasn't it? A lot of hype about it. A lot yeah, of hype said there was a lot of hype about it, and then we watched it, and we were so bored. Oh, it's boy, it's tears yeah. now. We, we actually went to see it. 
Did we? Oh, thank God, that was fate. Well, you still put the effort in to watch it. Yeah, we watched it at home. But there was there was a lot of hype at the time. And yeah, it was Yeah, probably because there rubbish. was some high f- profile British actors in it, but Yeah, no. Colin Firth. Who else was in it? Yeah, there was you. Tom Hardy was in it. Michael Benedict Cumberbatch. I don't know. Anyway, something. why are we talking about this? <laughs> it was crap, but no, <laughs> Gary <laughs> Gary Oldman's horrible in this slow horses. He's like a real like filthy, hateful Okay. Or like but you kind of, I'd say there's a lot more to his character too. Yes. And it nearly seems like he enjoys torturing these people that are sent to him. Okay. Like he kind of is messing with their heads and stuff. So no, it's good. That and does then the young good. guy is just so pissed off because he was really ambitious and his family were all in MI5 and he's kind of fucked up now and he doesn't want to, excuse me, but he doesn't want to be there. Um... No, I loved it. Loved the first couple of episodes anyway. Okay. So that was all. Like, I thought I was going to watch loads, but that was plenty, I suppose. Yeah, that is plenty. Oh. Um, World Wide Web, then. Anything to mention that um, you'd seen recently? Over Christmas, the trend that I absolutely loved was, you know, where people were saying to their parents about celebrities dying. Oh, so yeah. it was like... <laughs> Oh my God, sure. Dead at 76. <laughs> I know. I was in tears at that. And they'd be like, died in their apartment. Like they'd add these details to it as well. Yeah. But it was the reaction. Because you know, well, like if you, if someone said that to you, you'd be like, shut up, get down. Mm. Mm, you'd be shocked. Yeah. Not that we wish death on any celebrity, but. No. It is believe. I don't know why. Like George Michael died. Mm. On Christmas Day, was it? Or Boxing oh, Day? was it? Oh my God. Yeah. Didn't realise. It just seems like something that would happen at Christmas, the celebrity death. It'd be terrible. But, oh, I just found it so funny. Neve did this prank on mum and dad, but she didn't film it. But she saw it on TikTok where you send a Christmas card to your parents from like random names <laughs> and like write like a real personal message on it. So she sent it to like mum and dad and it was from like... To Geraldine and Dominic from, say, like, uh, you know, Tony and Maura. <laughs> um, and then, like, this wee random message under it. And she's like, Mum was going off her head. Be like, how is that? Is that somebody Dad knows? I don't know them. <laughs> I was like, well, how did you come up with that? Like, what? And she goes, oh, it was all over TikTok as well. That I thought that hilarious. was ingenious. That is very good now. Because mm. that would wreck your head. Mm-hmm. Please, nobody do that to me. <laughs> well, you'll you might suspect now, or maybe not by the time Christmas comes around. I know, I'll have forgot about it. Um, what else on World Wide Web? I just you had actually shared it. I think Courtney Cox was oh, in yeah. Donegal, yes, for New Year's Eve, and Sarah Jessica Parker and Matthew Broderick were in Kilcar mm-hmm. in Donegal. Yeah, oh, but the thing you had shared said it's the hill. It's like the hills. Oh, it's like, it was loving Ireland, said. Yeah. Um, it's like the LA, oh, we've been saying it for years. It's like our version of the L- LA hills, the hills yeah. of Donegal. It's like, I thought it was yes. brilliant, yeah. So I thought that was cool. Mm. Well, I have another Kardashian newsflash. Oh. Not very exciting. Should I sound more excited? No, it's not that exciting. <laughs> Karda- the Kardashians <laughs> use Kerrygold butter for their home baking. Now, 
you're saying this to me, but for some reason this doesn't sound like new information. Well, there was a couple of articles. Is this new information? About, like it's fairly new information because I think they they were sharing. Courtney specifically was shared something about cooking at home or baking at home, and then you could see loads of big things of Kerrygold proper Kerrygold Irish butter like dotted everywhere. And I was just I just thought that was interesting. I was like, yeah. my gosh, do they go no. to the Scottish and Irish store and buy it? Do they import it? Like the why? Scottish and Irish store. Any tato. That's what that's what it was called when we lived in Canada. There was a shop down the road from us and it was called the Scottish and Irish store. <laughs> How original. <laughs> that's where we go to get iron brew and cream crackers. Love it. Yeah, no, maybe it's not the Kardashian bit now that sounds familiar. Mm. But Kerrygold Yeah, Kerrygold's massive like. For yeah. bacon in America. Oh, in America? Yeah. Oh. I've definitely heard some. Now I'll fact check it for next week. But yeah, it probably is. Because, like, I don't know if they have good salted creamy butter. No. Otherwise. So, yeah. Maybe they're all at the Scottish and Irish shop. Maybe. Maybe it's in their supermarkets, but it was like a news story. I can't imagine now they do much bacon, the Kardashians. Well, we don't know what happens behind closed doors. <laughs> They're making a good old scum bread. <laughs> yeah. I know, because, like, Courtney's all fucking gluten-free, vegan, yeah. organic, this, that, the other. But maybe she bakes for her kids. Like, she doesn't... Ha- I don't think they're on as rigorous a diet as she is. I would like to find out, yeah, what she baked. Mm-hmm. But anyway, no, that is very interesting. Turn <laughs> <laughs> why are you laughing? <laughs> You think I'm getting thick? Um, I'm not. I don't mind what they do um, or don't do. (laughs) So then the other piece of World Wide Web is I was reading just a a marketing article today about how influential TikTok is for business. So she was saying um, it's 2023. And if you're still not convinced TikTok is for you, keep reading. So we all we all know by now that TikTok is a key part of the consumer's path to purchase, which TikTok call their infinite loop. So TikTok made me buy it is a huge trending hashtag with over 35 billion views. Amazon have even added a page called the latest go to viral, which features all trending TikTok products. And now even retail stores are following suit. Bookstores were one of the first to do this. And I actually seen this in Eason in Dublin. So they have sections in their stores called Book Talk Classics. Um, and then they have an actual big, I think I have the image here. It's just like a big proper like merchandising stand. And it says Book Talk. And it's all done in TikTok branding. And it's books that are like popularized on TikTok. It's amazing. So I just thought that's fascinating. Um, in 2023, TikTok is only going to continue leading the way for consumer purchases especially with the rise of UGC, which is user-generated content. So the most powerful marketing a brand can do is repost something from a genuine consumer. So like, therefore, mm-hmm. TikTok is primed for that. So this woman called Millie Henderson is saying, if you have a digital or retail store, you need to have a TikTok made me buy it web page or retail stand. Um, and it works for almost every industry. That is mad, yeah. Mm, just like the influence of it. Mm-hmm. Which but is true, because even... I'm not going to mention them again, but 
a brand that I work with would say that people come in asking yeah. for products and they're saying that their daughter um, heard about it on TikTok mm-hmm. and the retailer is like, oh my God, people are coming in looking for this really specific shampoo or cleanser or mascara because they saw it all over yeah. TikTok. And that's it. It's nearly, as you say, it's like an infinite loop. So like if you put in a hashtag of an item on mm-hmm. Instagram, you might get whatever, but on TikTok, you're just... Yeah, you just keep consuming hundreds yeah. of videos about it. So it's really like want. bit into you. Like, yeah. This is good. Mm-hmm. So I just yeah, thought that was a bit of World Wide Web. And then the, just the only other last thing, did you see all this Harry drama? Prince Harry? The drama today? Qu- today? No. About that, he said that William pushed him and to the ground. You didn't see this? No. Oh my God, it's like he's heavily promoting spare which patricia promoted on the pod a few I did. weeks ago i wouldn't say that i um particularly promoted it no uh, you mentioned it mentioned it so spare's not out yet i don't know it's not out i, I thought you knew all about it i thought you're harry's publicist <laughs> my um, first censored moment so spare is coming out quite soon and harry did an interview with anderson cooper and he's kind of mentioning things that are going to come out in this book. One of them being a moment oh. where William pushed him to the ground. Harry fell back <gasps> and his dog's ball cracked <laughs> behind his back <gasps> and pierced his skin. And William broke his necklace. I, I don't believe that for a minute. How do you break a necklace? He grabbed his neck. The scruff of oh, his neck. sorry. I thought he broke it on the ball. <laughs> no no it just it broke I was like, in, this in, doesn't the, check in the midst of the scuffle i don't know when yeah and i was laughing because i sent this to me my sister this morning and i just go big deal and she goes okay yeah so they're normal then because me and her would <laughs> batter each other and then two minutes later i just send her a tiktok or something <laughs> like, so it's like what's the big deal like siblings so have he's fights. like Maybe not when they're in their like thirties and forties, but still. Yeah. So well. he's like kind of letting out these little kind of little truth bombs to yeah, promote spare. Bombs. Because will you read spare? I'd say the internet will read it for me. Yeah. Um. No, I won't read it. No. 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 Okay. <laughs> Moving on from spare. <laughs> Um, oh, because I think William th- said something about Megan as well. He came over to give out about Megan, allegedly. Allegedly, <laughs> we're just at allegedly. Well, like we're now. taking Harry's word for it now at this point. So I don't. Know. And like again, the comments are just like, "Oh well, Harry should keep it private." I thought he wanted privacy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're a cockney. <laughs> That's just how I think they talk. Oh no, it's probably it's more like, like Danny I thought, Dyer. I thought he wanted privacy. It's probably more that kind of commenter. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's like, I swear to God, if William murdered Megan, they would still be like, I thought Harry wanted privacy. <laughs> Leave him alone. <laughs> Family's fight. No big deal. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's taken over the internet today. That whole William pushing <sighs> Harry thing. If that's the juiciest, that's obviously not the juiciest in the oh, book. Oh no, There's that's just a little, a little tease. Mm-hmm. 
I can't imagine William Bush and Harry. I don't want to keep going. On <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll move on. Come on, we'll Harry. Come on. on, come on. Take it out to the street. Handbags, handbags. And he's like, no, William, hey, seriously, leave it, leave it. <laughs> <laughs> Hold me back. Okay, so that's all your worldwide web, yes? Yes, yes, I am finished. Okay, I'm nearly weary to go on to my recommendation. Is it to do with Harry? No. <laughs> <laughs> unless you want to put unless you want to put Harry in a Murphy Richard soup maker then no <laughs> okay okay so after mentioning an appliance on the last episode mm-hmm. I have another appliance for you to buy mm, I received a very practical gift for Christmas mm-hmm. and I am obsessed okay it's a Murphy Richard soup maker <laughs> so it looks like it looks I've made vegetable, I've made potato and leek, but it looks like a giant kettle, okay? Mm. So you picture in a giant kettle, you take off the lid, you throw in your veg, you throw in your stock, you put the lid, lid on, on and it has a little, so you can go s- smooth. Oh no. Or chunky. Oh nice, so you make that big And broth. it's ready in 20 minutes. Oh darn, we need to get one of them as well. Hmm. Can we not use a pot? No, you can't oh! use a pot. Please, a pot. Is it, uh, is it hard 20 to clean? minutes. Hmm? Hard to clean? No. As I said, it's like a giant kettle. I'll send you a picture of it. And how, where does the chopping take? Is, is there a blending part? So or? the bottom part of the the kettle, yeah, has shall we that. say, is like a big steel kettle. And then on the lid, when you lift that off, it has a, a mixer oh, joined onto it. Oh, handy. That's so handy. Mm. Soup in 20 minutes, buys. <laughs> God, I love soup. <laughs> <laughs> so I just found it am- genuinely amazing. And I love, making, I love making soup. soup but usually it takes me kind of like half the day. By the mm. time you like boil it, let it cool, then whiz it. Yeah. If you're having smooth soup. But I found it great. Mm. Um, Very useful. The other recommendation then that I had... It's not usually what I would do, but over Christmas, I have plenty of time to like watch things, mm-hmm. pass the time. So Netflix have, I don't know if you've seen the games on Netflix. Oh. So there's all these games included in your subscription. Mm-hmm. So I ended up downloading two games over Christmas mm-hmm. because usually you'd have to pay for the games. But you know, when you have the Netflix subscription, mm-hmm. you get them. But there were two like crime based games and oh. I wouldn't usually be into that but you know you're kind of like just lazy yeah, and, and bored. so one of the games was called 12 minutes mm-hmm. but James McAvoy is actually a voice in it oh cool yeah so it's like an aerial view and you're going into your apartment but it's this guy who's living they kind of have like a a story behind it so it's nearly like a show that you're watching mm-hmm. and you're interactive playing it out but it's this guy and his day keeps going on a loop Ah. So he keeps reliving the same. So each time your day resets after twi- 12 minutes, mm-hmm. you're learning more of what you should be doing. And then there's altercations in it. And Oh, that's cool. Like a little yeah. like groundhog dig. Yeah. yeah. Now you say it's cool, but I was playing it and I was like, oh yeah. This. And then I looked up and it was like, it can take six to eight hours to complete. Oh God. So I was playing it thinking, oh, I'll have this done in an hour. Like, but still it was very entertaining. Mm-hmm. Then the other game was called... Scriptic crime stories. Mm-hmm. So you download it. So it's an immersive, deep, interactive, live action story. 
So it kind of portrays itself as a Netflix series. Mm-hmm. So it's like episode one, episode two. But you're looking at the face of your phone. Mm-hmm. So there's a victim falls from a building. You're first on the scene. You have access to the victim's phone. But mm-hmm. when you're on the victim's phone, it mm-hmm. looks like you're actually using his phone. Oh, like that's click, cool. Clicking into his WhatsApp you have to look for clues mm. on the phone, clicking into Snapchat. and That's so futuristic. Yeah, really cool. <laughs> and then there's a part in it, then you can get access to your own WhatsApp. You're in contact with police on the ground. You're in contact with oh the forensics. You're in contact with, who else, intelligence. Mm. So you have to send texts. They're like predictive texts like that yeah. you're sending. Um, but you're kind of leading the investigation. That is so cool. Mm-hmm. And then there's another thing then where you bring people into interrogation Mm -hmm. and it's like you're video calling the interrogation. Ah. But look, I wouldn't usually be into it, but I actually found it very entertaining. That's cool. And is it just, you just find it on your Netflix Mm -hmm. dashboard? Yep. Class, I never even knew that was But I just thought the way it was done, especially when you're on the victim's phone looking for clues, like Mm -hmm. it's very well done. Hmm. But cool. usually I wouldn't have time. <laughs> I'll probably have to delete it now because I'm like, eh, I'll find myself know. being sucked in in the evening. I'll be like, I need to solve that crime. <laughs> <laughs> but sure, it's probably better for your brain than actually watching a show if you think about it. I don't know. I don't know, is it? Because you're. I could be going to bed at night thinking that I'm a detective out. in a murder case. <laughs> Waking up in a cold sweat. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get forensics on that. <laughs> so that was all my recommendations. Hmm. Um, my recommendations oh so i want to recommend i can recommend it now because i got you one and you've seen it oh yes um so how do we spell that brand name again is it c-o-s-r-x so i'm trying to think of the name of the brand but basically this is an overnight mask and it's by a really, really good skincare brand. C-O-X-R-X. Oh, C-O-X-R-X. C- no, sorry. C-O-S. C-O-S-R-X. And it's the same brand that we keep harping on about that do the snail mucin gel, um, which we love, which is the hyaluronic acid on steroids. And so when I was in Belfast shopping a good while before Christmas, I discovered this overnight mask from the same brand. And oh my god you wake up the next day and your skin feels so polished and smooth and plump as if you've had an actual facial um so excited to use it so i got trish one as well and i would definitely recommend that uh i got it in that shop in belfast but i'm sure you can get it online that's the osrx brand Mm -hmm. and uh because you can get it in boots but you might have to do click and collect for that specific mask Mm -hmm. um I would like to also recommend, I got a Christmas present of the Bella Mianta tan gift set. Have you ever seen those gigantic sets? Yes. Neve always gets me one and I just love that tan so I much. Bella Mianta. Like the Bella Mianta lotion or mousse, like in dark, is just so good. Mm-hmm. It wears off lovely. Yeah. Uh, then my last recommendation is, and we've recommended it before, but like the lemon tree. We had dinner there on New Year's Day, myself and Darren. And it was like, it always is, but it was just 10 out of 10 phenomenal. Like, I'm still dreaming about every single thing I got. It's fab. Like, today I just sat before lunchtime and thought about the starter that I got (laughs) that day and wished that I could go up there. What starter did you get? It wouldn't even be open, but it was a chorizo risotto. Oh, yeah. 
with the froth. Yeah. What is that froth? Oh, I don't want to know. know. <laughs> <laughs> I want to try tasty. and make my own version of it. I will butcher it, but I love risotto. I love risotto. And then I was looking up today because I was thinking about that starter. <laughs> and I was hungry. Um, like anytime I make risotto, it takes me ages. Do you have the arborio rice? Yeah. You know the way you have to keep adding stock and water yeah. and really make sure it's like proper al dente. Yeah. But I was reading today that a, a really good hack is to use the slow cooker <gasps> and just actually put oh. it and the stock in. So brown your veg and if you have meat, like brown it. Throw it all into the slow cooker and put in your that proper what do you call that rice? Arborio. Arborio rice. Right, and whatever a good volume of stock and leave it in for like two hours. Check it after an hour and a half, they say. And if it's dried out too much, put in a bit more water and stock. But it comes out perfect and you don't have to be stirring and yeah. adding. Because that it's very labor intensive that you're like in a little dribble, stir yeah. in another little dribble. Darren's asking, could you use the soup maker? Well, I don't know. I wouldn't use it on smooth, maybe chunky. Yeah, no. No, you wouldn't. Darren, we have a slow cooker anyway. 20 minutes is too. Yeah. (laughs) So we don't need to buy a third appliance. Like, that's what you're worried about. (laughs) Anyway, 20 minutes is too quick for (laughs) risotto. Risotto, yeah. Yeah. But no, God, the lemon tree has never, ever been better. It was so good. I love the potatoes in it. The little cute, the cute oh, oh, jeepers. I'm hungry right now, but yeah, that's all my recommendations. Very good. Biz chat, biz chat. Um, I just briefly wanted to mention the two German stores, Aldi and Little, oh. and their adventures this week. <laughs> so, did you see Little um, on social media today? No, <laughs> they have launched the most hilarious campaign and range of products ever you probably need to look it up right this minute if you go to little ireland on instagram yeah they've launched hashtag little clothing and it's this like street style collection of bucket hats trainers hoodies all with little branding and the little logo and like it's gonna people are gonna buy it the comments are like is this real is it april fool's day but i think young ones are actually gonna buy it ironically yeah it's hilarious looking. can't keep up with those gen zers <laughs> darren the socks? wants the socks i haven't seen the now, socks, the socks now. were out before the all oh, right i'm looking at the runners I actually like the bucket hat. They really look like, you know, if you bought the full apparel that you could be on a kid's TV show. Yeah. Like you could be a wiggle or something. Yeah. Mr. Tumble. Mr. Tumble. That reminds me of that Kentucky Fried Chicken music <laughs> video. Remember that there? Pizza Hut, Kentucky Fried yeah. Chicken in it. Remember that? That's the bucket hat like. is better than I thought. I imagined yeah. the bucket hat to be all the primary colours. Mm. But it's actually... But the zip-ups are fairly out there fairly naff mm. but i think i actually do think people will buy that for the ironic joy of it so it's great viral marketing technique because they know rightly the minute they launch those images on social media that everyone was going to be tagging and sharing and commenting can i like. just say <laughs> the fleece is giving patagonia vibes <laughs> patagonia patagonia primary color vibes yeah do you want one I kind of do want one because I'm thinking if this is a very short spiel and say there's only a certain amount of them out there, this could become collector's item. Oh, good point. Damn it, I shouldn't have said that. 
Oh my God, we'll all be queuing on Thursday what morning. Is it out? <laughs> what is it actually doing? causing the chaos now. It's like, get me a hoodie, get me a hoodie. What are, we, what are we dealing with here? On Wednesdays, we wear little. That's the tagline. <coughs> Men, it's ladies. Genius. The runners, I wouldn't know. The runners look like they give you athlete's foot. I haven't seen the runners <laughs> now. But the Show me. Oh no, it's a reel, so it'll probably have to. That's. It's uh, very affordable, naturally enough. It is. Oh, there's the runners. No, yeah. I don't like. No, like them. So then Aldi had some interesting, so oh, I'm a nerd about this, but like say in January and every year, retailers and brands, they all announce their stats from like the fourth quarter of the year previous to see okay. like how they succeeded or not or failed or whatever. Um, whenever I used to work for a toy company, like we lived for that to see like how we performed and compared comparison to other doll companies and things. Um, so Aldi UK and Ireland had their best Christmas on record, just the Christmas past, uh, that, that they've ever had since they've opened ever. in the UK and Ireland. Wow. So not only because there was a lot more bought in terms of ham and poultry naturally, but they also said, and I found this very interesting, that the World Cup was the reason for their best fourth quarter because they had a 40% increase in the sales of nuts and crisps during the World Cup this is like in marketing week like proven statistics like can you think that it kind of coincided with it being the first Christmas post lockdown like this is the first normal Christmas (laughs) (laughs) Christmas That we've had. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like since before yeah. lockdown. And I think everyone was like, yes, I'm going hell for leather here. Mm-hmm. Buy all the crisps. But then, maybe it was. Maybe it was. Who am I to yeah. say? Yeah, well, I mean, that's what they've said led to it. How but, did I mean, they know? It probably could be... Because they would have probably done promotions around the World Cup. Or they'll always look for psychographics or like cultural trends psychographics. that influence people to buy certain things at certain times so they've obviously kind of they've d- disseminated that the world cup is why people were buying more nuts and crisps during that time frame i just find mad. it baffling i'd say it as a culmination of things yeah, but yeah that's yeah. what they've yeah. boiled it down to so there must be some truth to that as well oh there has to be hmm Psycho? What? <laughs> what did you say? Uh, what did I say? Like psycho, well, psychoanalysis, psychographics. Yeah. Psychographics. Mm. <laughs> so it's like if you're look, uh, it's just basically if you're looking at any data, you're always trying to see what the psychology behind the data okay, is. Yeah, yeah. So like there's different things that influence or motivate the a purchase. The colors Yeah, it's, so it's everything from oh. <laughs> yeah, color, price, product placement merchandising and yeah. then like cultural phenomena um inflation. So, such as tiktok yeah Tech, yes exactly um please give me my degree now <laughs> <laughs> and it yeah, is very interesting things like recession or whatever but because next had their best ever year on record as well but next are saying that they're expressing worry that there's going to be a rapid decline because of the um, 
the cost of living crisis in mm-hmm. the UK and Ireland, basically, but more so in the UK right now. Mm-hmm. They think that that was the last hurrah. That yeah. the next, the pre-Christmas and the next sale will be the last financial hurrah for kind of, you know, yeah. clothing at least and yeah. home and fancy homeware for a long time. So they're worried now. They're worried about that spike. I think rightfully so, yeah. They're yeah. probably, they're right enough. Well, so, that is yeah. very interesting. Yes. Oh, so yeah. That's so all. I just have Mine. a quick biz chat then to mention. I this I should, probably should have mentioned this even before Christmas. But anyway, it's G- called Jiminy.ie. Mm-hmm. So it's a website. It's named after, you know, Jiminy Cricket in mm-hmm. Pinocchio. Mm-hmm. So it's a lady, Sharon Kilty, um, she is a Dublin mum. So this is the brainchild of hers. It's a kids eco toy company. Oh, cool. Yeah. But the I don't know where I came. I think it was on Instagram. I'd like stumbled upon it. But I clicked on the website in December. But it's really nicely laid. I think you'll appreciate it. But basically with the packaging, they're trying to cut down on like plastic packaging and they've... The whole layout, you can choose toys, browse by age. Mm-hmm. So it's like zero to one, one, two, three, four. It's really, really well, nice so layout. Handy. Browse by activity. So you can look at like wooden toys, mm-hmm. like Lego toys, etc. Or browse by occasion. So mm. there's a whole section like birthdays, mm-hmm. Halloween, etc. Oh, I love website that's lovely laid out like that toys on it. Like, and they're all mm. reasonably priced and they look like something. You know, sometimes the simplest toys are. Yeah. The ones that kids get the most whack out of, like. Definitely. Oh, my and God. So how is it spelt? Jiminy. J-I-M. I sound like I'm in a spelling bee. Jiminy. J-I-M-I-N-Y. Oh. Jiminy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's one to two day delivery as well mm. in Ireland, which I think is very, very reasonable. Brilliant. Must look but just up. the website. Yeah, you should look at the website itself. Really nice little toys on it for yeah. kids. Yeah, because Clara loves wee wooden toys. That's her favourite type of thing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and I'd say you'll really like this. Even for gifts or anything, like... Mm -hmm. Love it. I wouldn't usually buy toys for kids. I'm just the boring one that buys clothes. Mm, Well, parents appreciate that too. But then I suppose after a certain age, kids don't. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, oh, here she comes with her Mm. jumper again. Mm. (laughs) But... um, Like our nephew, Darren's nephew, said when he got some clothes, he was like, I never asked for clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fair enough. Like. Bless him. Um, so that's that's all the crack there. Yeah, well, I suppose we're starting to get tight for time. I had a, a small bit of trivia. So did you know that New Year's Day, according to the National Crime Bureau, is the day where the most cars get stolen? Why? Why? You're coming at me. I don't know if they did their psychographics analysis (laughs) for that, but maybe everyone's lying hungover or something, and uh, are they away? They could be away. So yeah, and the most popular car to get stolen brand-wise, this is I think an American study, but is um, Honda. Honda, (laughs) safe enough then. (laughs) So that's just a little New Year's trivia. Well, thank God we're past that now. Yeah, so hope everyone's Leave cars, the cars are open now. in the You're driveway safe. safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's all the crack. 
Good to be back. Good to be back. Good to be back with the crack. Um, so yeah, thanks a million everybody for listening to us and listening to our first pod of 2023. Ooh. And as always, if you're enjoying it, please do share it around on your Instagram stories or in, in your WhatsApp groups. Thanks for all the reviews. Um, follow us on at no other crack underscore pod on Instagram, and we will talk to you next week. Okie dokie. Bye. Bye-bye.